Welcome to another episode. I'm Sabrina Lynn, and this is Rewilding. We've got something big to do today. So this conversation is all about destiny. It's all about moving along our destiny line toward our true north. What is our truth? Deepening into our purposes, deepening into alignment, like soul alignment, um, cutting out things that aren't for us anymore or that we've outgrown. This is a moment in time that I cannot stop talking about um, because it's just so powerful. It's so powerful collectively um, and individually. I really focus on individually in this conversation, but know that this is also the collective fate of humanity, the collective destiny of humanity. It's also the destiny of countries the destiny of communities, the destiny of companies. So any sort of group, any sort of family system, any sort of thing that we gather around, create collective energy around, it is such a faded time. It's such a destined time. And you can apply all of these things that I talk about. I, I go into practices, like the final practice. We get to do a practice with Kali, right? This really like liberating us from false self and deepening us into soul purposes. So definitely stick around to the end. There's multiple parts to this. Certain parts might hit you deeper. So I really encourage you to listen through the full thing in order. It's kind of got this alchemical flow to it. And if you can, I know it's a longer episode. It's like 55 minutes or 45 or something like that. I don't know what it is exactly, almost an hour. I don't know. But if you can just let this be a workshop, right? So kind of like our last podcast where it was, let's do this as a workshop together. This, this can do so much. And these practices are things that you can do in daily life. They're tiny little things that you could reflect on or journal on or bring into your conversations with friends. I promise you, these things will help you to get so much out of the coming weeks. So much out of the coming weeks. Um, okay. The little piece that I want to share with you all here on the audio, because I love sharing a little extra something here than is in the main content. And it's this really beautiful quote. And this is what inspired, there were two things, three, three. There were three things that inspired this episode. One was this quote, which I feel like perfectly describes this moment in time. Two was our community. If you were part of the Facebook group and you were like, yeah, I would love an episode on this. Um, would Yes, yes, yes. And all the support also on Instagram. Um, by the way, all those links are down below our Facebook group. Come join it. It's just beautiful. Like it's a beautiful space. Having shut down a 60,000 member Facebook group at one point in my life. Yes, I did do that um, because it was not beautiful. I kind of know beautiful groups <laughs> from not beautiful groups. This is a really, really supportive love lovely space to be in um, and we work very hard for it to be that way um, so just so you know uh, <laughs> it's a thing for me um, and you're super welcome to join that um, also on Instagram you can check out the links below if you want to come hang out on Instagram or we're on TikTok yeah uh, I am so not a TikToker at all, um, but it's really fun to just throw clips up there and like look at me do really weird shit because they my team is beautiful and they pull out, I don't know, clips where I'm like screaming. It's really funny. <laughs> so if you want just some entertainment, you can go check that out too. Just look Sabrina Lynn rewilding. Okay, blah, blah, blah. That's not what I wanted to share with you. Um, 
So the second thing was just our community supporting this conversation. So thank you to you all. Um, and the third thing was like walking my talk. Really and truly, the third thing was walking my talk and really going, I am only going to do things that light me up. I'm only going to do things. I'm going to follow my bliss, just like we talk about in this conversation. I am not going to do things that deplete me. I'm going to do things that bring energy into my life that are in such alignment with me, with where the world is at, with what I'm feeling, with how I'm feeling to serve, when I'm not feeling to serve, when I feel to rest, when I feel like it's go time. And so this creation of this and giving a 10 minute warning that we're going live <laughs> came from that place. And so um, it was just a really interesting creation process um, on my end. But I will read this quote to you and then I will get on with it so you can get into the episode. Um, okay, here's the quote. Um, it's by Michael Mead and it's, Run towards the roar. The old people used to tell the young ones when faced with great danger and when people panic and seek a false sense of safety, run towards the roaring and go where you fear to go. For only in facing your fears can you find some safety and a way through. When the world rattles and the end seems near, go towards the roar. I cannot tell you how much this hit me today and went, this is this moment in time. This is how the world feels to me. This is how this quadruple conjunction, yeah, it's a quadruple conjunction. Um, it's how it feels to me. Um, so I will leave you with that and just say, enjoy the episode. This moment in time is extremely destined. It's extremely fated. That's what these these nodes, this north node, south node, um, lights up this Uranus on that north node. It lights up destiny, fate. It lights up something deeper in us that goes beyond small self-desires, egoical self-desires. It's lighting up. And so feel this in yourself and, and allow it. This is part of like the magic of this moment is like allowing like deeper soul callings to arise. Like really, what is my soul longing for? And feeling into certain phrases, this might help. Um, these are words to kind of keep in mind over the next couple of weeks, right? This lasts all through the rest of July, like through weeks into August. So just like really allowing ourselves to, to, to hold different mantras or things like, what lights me up? Um, what, what lights me up? Um, what, where's my passion? Where's my fire at? Um, what fills me? What nourishes me? Um, you know, the, that follow your bliss, that follow your bliss. This is an interesting one. I'm going to add to follow your bliss. That's a Joseph Campbell line when he was talking about how do you follow a soul purpose? How do you know what it feels like? Follow your bliss. And to really feel into, you know, what does bliss in that way, soul bliss, soul bliss feel like for you? Not escapism bliss, right? Not like the Netflixing for like 35 hours straight. That's, that's like escapism bliss, right? But like soul, like deep soul bliss. There's another word that I just read yesterday that I really liked. And it was talking about human design. I love human design. You know, it's like the manifester, manifesting generator, projector, reflector. It kind of goes through these things. It's super simple to find out. You can just search 
talk a little bit more about that maybe a little bit later because I want to share that with you, but it's free. You can just do a search like how to find my um, human design uh, blueprint and you find some free stuff on how you can find that. But um, I heard these words and this is another one that I loved and it was for generators <laughs> specifically, but it's for all humans, it applies. And you feel into right work. Like that hit me as well, like as a good way of going, follow your bliss. Um, by the way, if you've all just, if any of you have just joined, we're talking about how to really deepen into um, this destiny line. This moment in time is so destined. It's so karmic. It's so fated. And something that we can all do, like this is step number one, something we can all do is to just like sink into what is our bliss? What is so deeply true? What is right work? for us, what are like soul callings, soul longings? Um, what does follow your bliss feel like? Um, so that's one big piece of this. Second piece that I wanna weave into that, um, so that's like practice number one. That's something you can just work with over weeks. Practice number two, this is the add-on part to the Joseph Campbell follow your bliss. Follow your bliss and work your triggers. Follow your bliss and work your triggers. Here's why. Because this north node line, it's your true north, it's your north node, it's where you're headed, it's future potentials, it's destiny. It's also, it's tail, it's connected to south node. It's connected to karma, it's what's in the karmic backpack. What did you come into this life with? What kind of ancestral blueprints? What kind of past life blueprints? And so it's like working in this territory, um, a doorway into this territory is triggers, is triggers when we get fired up about something, when we lose our shit, <laughs> and we don't know why, but our, we all know that term, right? When we're triggered, when it's a highly heated moment, when there's an event that just really gets us, right? It really gets us. We can't stay in a loving, open-hearted, you know, kind of detached, not detached, like escapism or spiritual bypassing place, but it just like, we've got the hooks in. That is a big part of this. So we, we can't just talk all of this fluffy, follow your bliss, na, 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 dance the destiny line. Yeah, that's, that's one side of the coin. It's the same coin. That's one side of it. The other side of the coin that I don't think we talk enough about around follow your bliss is also work your triggers. Here's why. Because when we work the triggers, we release things that are holding us in a stuck point on that destiny line, right? I had a trigger. I was deathly afraid to admit that I was spiritual. Deathly afraid to admit of what I do in the world now. Deathly afraid, De deathly afraid. I would just tell everyone that I was doing yoga. I'm just, I'm doing, I'm doing like shamanic journeyings, right? I'm like embodying Kali and I'm just telling people because I'm afraid, I'm afraid I, like this weird, irrational, you know, like so old, it was in my karmic backpack. It was a trigger and, and had I not worked that trigger, right? I would have never been able to propel on the destiny line. I would have never been able to move up the dust. Like those triggers, they include inner child things, mother wounding, father wounding. They include um, witch wounding. They include like those, you know, like those things where we're just like, ooh, I, 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 sister wounding, right? Where it's, it's unconscious. It's just, it's a layer beneath 
where the rational, logical mind can go. This is South Node. South, South Node and North Node, they're deep. They're deep. They're not just egoical, left brain logical. Oh, this is what I want in my life, right? They're t- no, it's like, this is what my soul is longing for. That's destiny line. That's this line. It is deep, right? But that's what really brings us soul fulfillment. And it covers all those surface level things like, I want to be happy. I want joy in my life. I want connection in my life. I want, I want to live comfortably. I don't want to have to worry about money. It covers those things, right? But all of those things will show up on the surface so that we get to soul longings, right? And it's so stunning. Like this is a moment in time and this is why I'm here. This is why I'm showing up for you all. And this conversation is because there is such a potential here. This is is why we're working with it in priestess training, right? The 18 month training program, we're we're working this line. This is why we're working with it in bones, living close to the bones. Those of you who are in the membership, we're working this line because it's the greatest thing we can be doing right now. And I want want everyone in the world (laughs) to have this opportunity to feel a layer deeper, to get conscious, to just be conscious of it so that we can follow our bliss and work our triggers and work our triggers, right? And so when a trigger, let me just say how, like, let's talk about how, okay. I get what you're saying, Sabrina. I'm triggered or I feel a fear. Safety and security is a big one. Um, uh, Tribal, like being part of a tribe fitting in in some way, family, community, um, not being ostracized, not, not being kicked out. That's, that's all coming up and it can be very, very subtle, very, very unconscious. Like we're acting from a place where we're making decisions from a place that we don't even know, that we're actually sabotaging a new reality for ourselves because we wanna stay comfortable. Like, let me just, just feel into that. Let me pause and let me take it a little bit slower. Because right, this is really important, but we can easily gloss over it. So it's, I might be not stepping into the new, this new chapter of life, my new potentials, right? This, like this walking, walking down this destiny line. It, it's, it's literally this potential in you, this soul potential. And when we are fulfilling that potential, it is so nourishing. It's so fulfilling. It feels like the bliss. It feels like the joy. It, it feels, it clears up all of the like niggly stuff in our lives because we're doing the deepest thing we can do, the most nourishing, the most fulfilling, the most love-filled thing that we can do. The truest, the truest thing for us. Um, and, oh my gosh, I just lost my train of thought. Um, this is what I, was, what I was inviting us to do is to feel deeper. So it's that right? That's all on offer. I'm telling you, this is a rocket ship into that territory. It is literally like someone has put a rocket booster on your back and is going to just boost you to the next place. But where are we like anchoring in to what is, what is, what feels comfortable? Like I'm anchoring in to my relationship because I'm just fucking scared of what's on the other side. One of the women on the team today, we've had so many deep, soulful conversations in the team lately, and I want to share some of that with you um, because they're very wise, 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 wise women. Um, 
and one of the conversations was, I'm so excited about this new, about this un unknown. That's what it feels like when we're walking in toward North Node, it feels unknown. It's uncomfortable, it's expansive, it's uncomfortable, it's unknown. And there's an excitement, and these were her words, there's an excitement and I'm terrified. Like, I'm so excited. I'm so, like, I can feel it. I'm fucking terrified. I'm, I'm fucking terrified. And that's, that's, those are beautiful words to, like, let, let us all sit with over these next couple of weeks. And even in this moment, you might be feeling, and now is a great time to reflect. And you can reflect later or come back and watch this video a thousand times between now and kind of when this energy is getting towards the end of it. Um, but it's to really feel, okay, where, what am I excited about? And then where do I quickly like sweep it under the carpet or go, oh, that's too, that's too big for you. Oh, oh, you're not enough yet. Oh, you haven't earned it yet. Oh, that's not safe. Oh, that's, that's right. All of those words are coming up from those attachments. Oftentimes that's, we talk ourselves out of it. Like you, you'll, that's another way of catching it. It's like catching it just, we're, we want to be so conscious of what we're excited for and really following that bliss like and 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 being um, being courageous this is a huge moment um, asking for courage being courage like asking for courage like yeah you gotta just take the leap of faith that's another beautiful phrase for this moment in time take a leap of faith take a leap of faith if it's if it's like if it's calling you and it's bliss filled and it's joy filled, it's, it's a leap of faith. We're, we're being asked to take a leap of faith. Like let the rocket launcher <laughs> take you, take you. Um, I want to talk about this courage piece. So I want to talk about this courage piece. When we talk about the astrology, right? This is, we're talking North node, South node. We've explored that, the destiny line. Uranus, I haven't explored that yet. I will. Um, I want to talk about the courage piece, the warrior. This is, this is stunning. This, this piece is stunning. The warrior Mars is conjunct this North Node Uranus. Now, here's the trick though. It's to get the warrior on the side of the soul. It's to get the warrior, your own inner warrior. We all have an inner warrior. To get your own warrior on the side of the soul. Your warrior is defender of the soul right? I am fighting for your soul, Sabrina. I am going to provide, I am going to protect your soul's path. I am not going to provide and protect your ego. I'm not going to provide and protect and coddle your little self. This is really important because he could go either way. We have to be very, very careful here. He could go either way. He could, he could literally he could go to war for little self. He could go to war for our comfort for little self, for let me stay safe and in the known and in the comfort. Let me, let me, he will go to war. He will go to war for that. And, but if we really consciously work with that and go, okay, okay, where's my inner warrior? And you stand in a warrior stance, you call upon the inner warrior. You just, you just do an invocation of like my inner warrior. Like if you were going to come forth, right? If you were going to come into beat, like if you were going, if I was going to embody and let my inner warrior come alive in me. And now inner warrior, we got to have a chat. We have to have a chat. It is my soul. It is my soul that you're going to war for. It is my soul that you are defending. It is my soul. It is my destiny that you are protecting. It is my destiny that you were going to fight for. Make just 
warrior, I fucking love you and you are a powerhouse and you have so much courage and you can bowl over so many things and blast through walls and barriers and um, fears and all of that stuff. And you are a badass and I love you and I honor you and I respect you and I have deep reverence for you. You gotta get on the side of the soul. You gotta fight for something higher. You gotta fight for something higher. Fight for something higher. Fight for the true me not the false me, my truth, my, my truth, my deep inner truth. And just that, even if you don't necessarily know your deep inner truth, just that and working in that every day, two minutes, one minute, every other day, five minutes, whatever it is that you have time for, that's going to change. It will change your, your, your direction. I'm telling you, this energy wants you. It wants you, wants all of humanity moving along the destiny line. And we've got a warrior to fight for it as long as we align him <laughs> with this high, high energy. Get him on the right side. Get him on the right side. Okay, so that's the Mars piece. So that's two. That's two of the four that I want to explore in this conversation. How are we all doing? Uh, everyone doing all right? We good so far? Everyone got their warriors like ready to go? Are we going to battle? Love to hear in the comments below like what your mantra is or what your words to your warrior are. Um, if you're in the live, would love to hear in the, in a comment, like these are my words to my warrior. Like these are my words, whatever your words are. I think it would be beautiful just to take a moment to, um, give ourselves a pause and like, all right, this is what gets my inner warrior in alignment with my soul, with my true self, with my deeper self. Um, all right. Whew. All right. Two down, two to go. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, Uranus. Um, Uranus is, uh, I was meditating on this energy this morning. Um, let me feel if there's something I can um, bring through for us. For those of you in Bones, do the Great Attractor workshop right now. The Great Attractor workshop is very similar to Uranus energy. Bones is our monthly membership. If you're not a part of it, you're so welcome to join. I'll talk a little bit more about that later. We're working this destiny line. It's, it's very inexpensive. It's 47 bucks a month, right? You get six hours of workshops. It's nothing. You can join for a month, and if you don't love it, you don't have to stay. Anyways, um, great attractor, Uranus energy. It's revolutionary. This is why it also takes courage. It's because it's, it's the great awakener. It's revolutionary energy. It's very rebellious. Um, it kind of doesn't give a fuck, right? Like it doesn't give a fuck because it's, it's in highest good, right? It's like this, I am going to lightning bolt you awake. I don't care if it rattles your nervous system. This is Uranian energy. It's an outer planet. Doesn't care. It does not care about um, our little human self. It really doesn't. It's like there is a higher destiny for humanity and I am going to take you there for crying out loud. I am gonna, I am going, this is the rocket. This is the rocket launching us into the death. If the destiny line is the north node, Uranus is the rocket. It's the rocket strapped to your back, launching you further down the destiny line. Uranus energy, here's something so important about Uranus energy, and this will come when we talk about point number four, the final one. Uranus energy, um, works best. We work best in Uranus energy when we can surrender, when we can let go. Just like what we talked about, this holding on, this clinging, 
Uranus will, will make it, will, will make it hard because he will literally, <laughs> I've been in this Uranus transit. It's, there's a midlife transit that happens like 42, 43, and it's, it's a Uranus transit. And so it's, it's the midlife crisis. It's one of the midlife crisis where you just look and you're like, what, what is this person doing buying the red sports car? Like, oh my God, their whole life just changed directions. Like what, who is this person I married? I don't know what happened to them. It's, it's your Uranian energy. It's Uranus energy. And it's, it's pushing you um, to wake up, to um, move forward, to, to move down the destiny line. And it's radical and it's rapid. I often use the words, expect the unexpected. It's, it's, it's expect the unexpected. So think about that, the magic side of that. Think about that as in working with it, not against it. It's, it's, it requires so much surrender though so much surrender and it's it's really this like okay what's showing up um what's what's here if if i were to not cling onto anything if i were to, to not cling onto anything and if i were going to let let the magic of uranus this lightning bolt awakener revolutionary propel me down the destiny line and i don't fight it how, how am i fighting it what am i clinging on to Am I, am I clinging on to an old outdated relationship? Am I clinging on to old outdated thought patterns? Am I clinging on to old outdated upper limits of any kind for myself? Am I clinging on to old fears from that self node karmic backpack that's limiting me from moving forward? That's Uranus energy. A beautiful, <laughs> if you're feeling wild, <laughs> a beautiful meditation to do with this is you just kind of tap in Uranus energy is typically like up and out, up and out. And I always feel into it as like lightning bolt. It's very electrical. So electrical energy is very Uranian. And I, I just literally invite, this is, this is me, right? This is, like, I'm just going to go for it. Like, let's let Uranus light it up. Um, I literally invite him in, in, and I invite him to move me. And you can do that if it feels right for you. We'll do that in bones if you want to do it in like a safe space where I'm guiding us through the whole thing. We'll do that in bones coming up on August 1st, our next live gathering. We'll do that. Um, but you just, you literally invite. He's also a Kundalini awakener. So for those of you on a spiritual path or some path of awakening in any way, even if it's personal development, growth within self, inner work, that's, that's Uranian territory. It, it, um, uh, wakes up life force in us to another degree. There's a vitality to it, a vibrancy to Uranian energy. It's so alive. It's so electrical. We do have to be careful of it burning us out. So here's another little note and feel for this because this is really important. This nourishment piece, I may have spoken about that at the beginning. I, I know I mentioned it. Um, it might not be in the um, proper podcast because we might cut that part out. Um, but this nourishment piece of with so much Uranian energy, so much Uranian energy, it's sometimes feels like we're plugged into an electrical outlet or we're just really lit up grounding, 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 letting like the buzzy energy move through your body and down your feet out into the earth. Part of what this conjunction is on a grander scale outside of just personal destiny is planetary destiny. 
human destiny, right? Destiny of countries, destiny of businesses. It's not just our destiny. It's the destiny of the all of everything. And part of it, because this is in Taurus, because this is in Taurus, it's literally Uranus wanting to ground. Want it, Taurus, earth sign. It's physical, it's the physical body, it's, it's earth. Wanting to ground higher vibrational energy into mother earth. Wanting to ground it through us, through us. I know, now I'm getting a little bit out there. But us as um, like, like lightning rods, us as these channels for grace, these channels for higher vibrational. And I know some of you are working this grid like it's nobody's business, right? You're a light worker and you're like, yeah, I've been doing this forever and I'm burnt out like a mofo. <laughs> um, but just honoring that a lot of us are working the grid right now in, I call it working the grid. Um, a lot of us are acting as light workers in some form or fashion. Sometimes it's very unseen. Sometimes it's very unconscious. Sometimes we just came in as these like little light beings. We don't even know what we're doing, but we are channeling some good stuff into this world. And I know there are a lot of you in this community and I want to honor it. This is a hard time for light workers. This is a hard time for those in um, careers like compassion careers. Um, careers where we're, we're sharing something out in the world. We're like letting something pour through us, letting love pour through us, letting light pour through us. We're letting it pour through us. Positive, good energy in whatever form or fashion, right? It might be in the medical industry. It might be in the ther therapy industry. It might be as an influencer on social media, right? This is, it doesn't matter how, how it is, but us as channels, this is an intense time. It's an intense time and I really want to honor that. Like if you were doing any of that work or you're feeling this in any way, we've got to take care of self. We have got to take care of self. There is this, um, the team spoke about this this morning. I'll share this because I know that this will resonate with some of you. <sighs> These are the words that came out. It was, <laughs> we mother so much. We, we, are, we mother so much. We are... We are birthing so much into the world. We are breastfeeding so much into the world. We are mothering the world. We are loving the world. We are mothering in so many different ways. It doesn't have to be human children, right? We are mothering. The feminine has been mothering for a long time in many ways, many ways. And she's fucking exhausted. She is fucking exhausted. And just feeling that in yourself and now calling upon the mothering aspect, right? We called upon the inner warrior. Now calling upon your mother, your own mothering aspect. I don't care what kind of a body you're in. We've all got a mother. We've all got a fathering aspect to us. Feeling into the mother in you. Feeling and, and giving her some space and asking that mother in you because we all mother something. We are all nurturing something, whether you're taking care of plants, you're taking care of a business, you're taking care of your coworkers, you're taking care of your friends, your community, your children, your animals, don't care. We are all mothering and feeling into how is my mother? How, how is the mother in me? How is my inner mother? Holy shit. She's tired. She's tired. <laughs> but this is a moment to honor her and really give ourselves what it is that we need our inner mother needs does she need to rest does the, the the right as like sensitive empaths i also know that a lot of our community is extremely sensitive 
we we are feeling the collective we are feeling into the astral we are we are feeling way beyond ourselves we feel our families we feel our communities we feel the pain in really really deep ways really deep ways this is an intense moment and so just this like really what do we need to nourish ourselves and you might even take it one step further what does the mother in me as a feminine aspect really need Right. Remember, we spoke about let this fill our cups, let this conversation fill our cups. How can I fill my cup? How can I fill my cup? How can I nourish myself? And then the one step further that you can go is how can I nourish my feminine? Now, if we feel beyond the mother and we just feel into the feminine, right? Like my my flowing, creative, playful, right? Sensitive, sensual, erotic, right? Expressive very emotional, my feel, I'm feeling my left side of my body. Can you see that it might look like my right, but it's my left, right? And, and just feeling my feminine like, oh my God, she just needs, she just needs to dance a little and like just be in some pleasure for a minute. Like life is so intense. There's so much safety, security. I'm holding so much. I'm taking care of so much. Like my feminine, she just, she just needs an hour. She just needs an hour where she just gets to feel pleasure without any fucking worries, without any to-do list, without any responsibilities. I just can be like, I can just flow. I can flit about the house, right? Like, oh, a little spot over here. Oh, look, the plant needs some, some, some love. Oh, look, the plant is nourishing me. Oh, I'm gonna just write for a little bit. Oh, I'm gonna play this piece of music. Oh, I'm gonna move and I'm gonna sing a little bit. Oh, I'm gonna go play with the dog for a little while. What does our feminine need? What does, this has been a very, Venus is in the worst place that she's ever been this week. Just, just like Venus is getting crushed, crushed. That's our inner feminine, one of the aspects of our feminine, Aphrodite, right? The like love, goddess of love, where is she at? Oh my God, she's been buried under 35 pounds of horse shit. <laughs> That was my farmer talking. Yep, raised on a farm in Wisconsin. Cannot get rid of some of that sometimes. <laughs> um, so that's something else to really feel into um, during this moment in time and to really honor, honor that. And let me go back and finish up this light worker piece is for us light workers um, and those of us who are like we give and we love and you know, we're like, we, we're, we're channels of grace, right? We're just, we're channeling love and we're doing the best we can with what we got. And I heard this, um, I heard this healer's, healer's sickness. I heard this, um, this phrase from Christina Lopes, um, who was just here on retreat. And she used this phrase and I loved it. And she goes, healer's sickness, healer's sickness. And it's when the healer gives too much when the healer hasn't um, found the right balance of self-care and giving of self, right? Like we have these big compassionate hearts. We love a lot, we care a lot, but how are we taking care of our nervous systems and with this Uranian energy? Because a lot of us are, we are channeling it and we don't know we're channeling it. And if this is hitting you in some way, you're probably channeling it, right? You're bringing in a new state, a new level of consciousness, a new vibration. You're somehow bringing in some goodness right? Some hope, some inspiration. And, and it can show up as we can't sleep. We feel really buzzy. We're out of sorts. We feel funky. We're really emotional. And just feeling that grounding piece is really, really helpful. Soul groups. I cannot stress this enough. 
I cannot stress this enough. Soul friends and soul groups, soul spaces, right? Where this energy is honored, where we're talking about the unseen. We're honoring the energetics of what's going on because it's happening. And when we can be around other individuals and we can talk about it, we can bring it to consciousness and we can love it consciously, it shifts it so quickly. So groups, groups, communities are so important, right? Soul friends, if you don't have any, let this conversation nourish you. Come join the Facebook group, go a little bit deeper, join the Bones membership. That is a soulful community. That is a soulful community that talks this talk, that holds this space, that gathers in this way, that honors all of these unseen things happening, right? It's like, it is deep and it is beautiful. And if those spaces don't sing to you, find something that does or the people that do. But it, I cannot tell you enough, this is the thing in my life that is the most supportive. The thing in my life that is the most supportive are my soul friends. My team, is, are, they are soulmates right? Is soulful connections. All of my connections are soul connections. They are soulful. It is deep. It is, it holds this space, right? And so I just, I just, like, I just want to love you all. Like, can we just like love and nourish each other? And like, cause it's, it's, it's so much better when we do this together. We don't all have to carry the burden by ourselves. And I know that because I was a lone wolf for a really long time. Right. And I thought I had to carry the burden and the weight of the world on my shoulders by myself. I thought I had to do it all alone. And some of us, sure, that might be our path. Sure. But we got to feel for that truth too, because that might be the destiny coming out of that karmic pattern of being afraid to come into relationship, afraid to come into community, afraid, afraid to come out of this independent thing that we think we have to do because of our sensitivity, right? Afraid if I connect, I might, I might lose myself. I might not, not be able to be as true to myself. I might, I'm so sensitive and empathic. This is going to mess me up. Is that true? I don't know. Is that true? Maybe that's part of what the destiny is. That's part of what a belief system that we might be being asked to let go of. This is an Aquarian time. I hate to say it, but the whole collective, we are all moving. Our souls are all moving into community. That's Aquarian times, right? We're, we're moving into that where it is like, let's support each other. We can go so much further together than we can alone. That is, a, that is also what's happening. Um, okay, let's talk about this final piece and then we'll, and then we'll wrap it up. Um, all right, so... Final piece. Um, this is the piece that I did not see until three days ago because I hadn't looked at a chart yet. And I had been listening to a couple other astrologists talk and, you know, seeing things and articles on this triple conjunction, North Node, Mars, Uranus. Yes, Kali! <laughs> Kali is in there! Kali, Kali, the ego slayer. Kali, the goddess of fierce liberation. The dark goddess, the glorious dark goddess Kali is perfectly conjunct. She's at 18 degrees with Mars, with Uranus, with the North Node. Kali, the asteroid Kali. It's just that astrologers don't run the Kali asteroid. They just don't. They, they, don't, they, don't, they don't work with the Kali asteroid. She's there. She's, she's there. That's a quadruple conjunction. Kali changes the whole ballgame. She will, this is my little dog waking up because this is not a normal time for me to be filming. Um, so we might have to make this short because I've got a little bear jumping on me. Um, but Kali, this is a beautiful energy but requires even deeper surrender. She will literally take your head off, 
But what she's doing that for is to take your ego off, to get the ego out of the way so that we can move into deeper truth, so that we can move further and further into soul embodiment, so that we can move further along the destiny line. That's, um, that's Kali's gift. The flip side of that coin is similar to Uranus energy. When we don't surrender and we hold on, she will stop at nothing to give you your everything. That's another great line for Kali. She will stop at nothing, nothing. She will obliterate your relationship. She will turn your world upside down. Life tsunami, those are typically Kali moments in life. It's like a life tsunami, like, oh my God, the rug just got ripped out from underneath me. And it's because we were holding on to something that wasn't for us anymore. We weren't, we weren't moving, we weren't letting go. We, we weren't letting the rocket ship propel us down the destiny line. We weren't listening. We, we, or we were, we were, you know, letting that false self. <laughs> so here's the wild thing that can happen in this. Mars is in our society collectively, overall, more aligned with the ego. This is just the nature of the beast. It's just that archetypal energy, that energy. Think about it. The warrior, majority of warrior expression in our society is very egoical. It's very egoical. It's not a high level expression of warrior, right? It's not like Shaolin, sacred warrior. No, it's like warrior for my own power tripping shit. It's like warrior for my own little safety security. I'm still a fucking five-year-old in a 50-year-old body, right? But I'm acting out of this place. That's what I'm going to war for. I'm not a sacred warrior. So this is where <laughs> shit can hit the fan, right? Is, um, is, is this Mars teaming up. We want to be so aware of this. This is why I'm saying it. Mars teaming up with our egoical self because that's his comfort zone collectively. And in most of us, it's he will more typically go to protect false self, egoical self, um, scared self, safety, security self, right? It's like a warrior from fear. Most of our warrioring comes from a place of fear, not a place of love. Place of love, place of love. Kali is always on the side of the soul. This, this could be a really big problem. <laughs> this could get really intense or it could be really good if we get them all on board. P.S. Not to keep promoting bones, but I fucking love our membership. I love our community. I love what we do. We are getting all of these guys on board in our next workshop in August. This is, this is what we're working. We get to work that energy that day. We get together on August 1st. This peaks on August 1st, maybe the 2nd. We are in the energy and we are doing that, bringing all of them into alignment with the soul, with the destiny line, all of them, right? But let me come back to this so we can just be very aware of these next couple of weeks, right? If Mars, if Mars is on the side of the egoical self, the fearful self, the one that's clinging on to the old stuff, and you have Kali, you have Kali on the side of the soul going, we're going for truth. We're going for the big stuff. We're going for true self, soul self. I am taking you down your destiny line. Imagine the battle. Imagine, and this is an internal battle. This is a battle that can be happening in your world. I mean, imagine that. This is a battle that'll happen in teams and communities and countries and the world. This is intense. This, is, this, this could be so intense. But 
if we invite all of them in that surrendered place, right? It's a surrender. It's a letting go into. It's literally praying for the next three weeks. Let me be in alignment with the highest good of the all of everything. Let me be in alignment with the highest good of the all of everything. And I most likely don't have a clue what that is. I most likely logically don't know what that is. Let me go deeper. Let me gut feel it. Let me feel my intuition. Let me, let me meditate on this. Let me get into whatever space it is that I can lean into my wisdom self. I need my wisdom self, not my inner child self, not my egoical self, not my little self, not my fearful 12 year old, not my whatever, right? Not my unconscious, just eking my way through daily life self, right? We get into alignment with that self. This is so big. It's so beautiful. Um, it's literally just like get on the ride, but getting all of these parts of self in alignment with soul in alignment with soul and it will take us, it will propel us. It will do amazing things, beautiful things, wild things. Um, yeah, gosh, I love you all. I know I mentioned that I would talk about, um, the financial predictions for 2022. <gasps> I've got a lot. <laughs> um, they all like flooded in over this weekend. Um, and I've been pretty right all year. Not pretty right. I've been I've been bang on. Um, for myself, it's for myself. Um, if that's something that you're interested in, leave a comment below. I'll do an episode on that. I don't want to weave it in here. We've already been hanging out for a while together. Um, I think that that needs to have its own whole thing if we're all interested in that. So just let me know in the comments below. Like, yes, financial predictions. Let me hear those. Um, would love to give you those um, as well. But uh, just want to say thank you. Um, let me see if I can feel into one last thing. Um, here's a, here's a great practice. I'll leave you with this practice. Here's a Kali practice, um, and a, and a practice to help us surrender. <laughs> it's another intense one. This is intense times, right? Like, so the intense practice of just let Uranus energy, like come in and move you. This is embodiment. This is embodied astrology. Like let's let it move us. Let's embody it. Let's embrace it. That's it's, it's Taurus. We kind of don't get to avoid it because it's all about the embodiment of it, bringing it into the physical world, into our physical bodies, into our relationships, into our careers, into our lives. It's gonna, it's demanding. That's hard. It's really easy to sit on a cushion to meditate about love. It's a lot harder to like have love <laughs> in the physical, right? <laughs> but that's what this time is asking for. So here's, um, here's my colleague. Uh, practice that I'll leave you all with is you can really invoke the energy of great mother invoke start with great mother if you've never worked with Kali before if you have like this will just be like this like if you've worked with Kali boom just go for it but if you haven't feel into great mother like great mother and then feel into fierce mother so feel into great mother feel into fierce mother like fierce mother this is unconditional loving fierce mother unconditional loving. She does not have conditions to her love. She fucking loves you. She loves your soul. She loves you and she sees more in you. She sees more potential in you. She sees where you're a little bit out of line. She sees where you're fooling yourself or you're hiding from yourself or you're playing small. She sees it. Let her see you. Just like let her come in, like let her like look right at you. Let fierce mother, she's with love, it's love but it's with deep truth and it's like piercing gaze and you just let her like see you 
when, when we can't see ourselves, we can't see when we're playing small. We can't see when we're fooling ourselves, when we're kidding ourselves, when we're, you know, all the other things, when we're clinging on to something that's not for us. Let her just see. Like, and, and you just say, see my bullshit. Show me my bullshit. What is my bullshit? Then if you want to take it another step further, invite her to take off your head. Yep. <laughs> I told you it was intense. Invite her to take off your head. What she's doing is she's slaying your ego. She's taking off the false. That's, that's the symbolism of that. That's why she's holding a head in one hand and a sword in the other, right? It's because she has, she has liberated you from your little self. This is that big fight that I was just talking about. Let her liberate you from your little self, your little fearful self, your egoical self, your false self. Let her take your head off. Let her take your head off. If you're feeling wild, right? If you want to go that far with it, there's also a really great Kali meditation that we have on YouTube. I don't know if we can link it here in the live, but we'll link it up here after the video and we'll put it a link down below. That's a great thing to go into next. It's a really great thing to go into next. Bones is a really great thing to go into next. I would start with the Great Attractor Workshop and there's a three-part series, Nothing But Soul. That's another bonus. That's like four hours of workshops. Nothing but soul. I would do great attractor. I would do nothing but soul. Then I would do July workshop. Then I would go to August 1st workshop and be there for the alignment of all four of these pieces. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> oh my God. It's been so great to be here with you all. Thank you all for being here live. Thank you all for showing up later uh, and joining us for the replay of this. I love you all. I love our community. I'm so grateful for all of it. Um, this is part of what lights me up is just being here with you all and you all make that happen. So Thank you all <laughs> um, for just, yeah, letting me do, letting me do this. It wouldn't happen without you. Um, love the co-creation. I will see you when I see you, where I see you, and how I see you all. Oh my God. <laughs> Bye everybody.